Hey everyone, good morning. Welcome to Daily Drop-In, where the Teach Better team is live every single stinking morning, friends, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. It is Tuesday, November 9th. We have a guest joining us today that is running a few minutes late, but trust me, this girl's worth the wait. We also have our theme this week, which is remembering our 2019 conference and all those fun memories that came with that. We have a good news story. We have some holidays we're going to celebrate. So we'll be right back to get into all the fun. And then I am sure we'll be taking your questions as well. So we'll be right back. So right now, I want to know if you're ready to teach better. That's the whole mission of this weekend. Just being here ready to learn and grow and come together like this. This is awesome. What are those small changes that can make you better tomorrow than you were today? All the amazing speakers we have here, wow. We have a ton of people here who are published authors, who are writing about education. Let's get out there and teach better. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Daily Drop-In. We have the one and only Allison Epsi with us, and we are remembering our 2019 conference the entire week on our Daily Drop-In show. Allison, how are you, friend? It's been ages. Oh, yes. I feel like the hot mess express over here. My poor son, as I was bringing him to school, broke his Beats headphones, stepped on them, stepped on dog poop. Like, <laughs> But um, that whole just little clip remembering the conference from 2019 um, just changed everything right now. So what a joy to remember that time together. You know, I'm going to start putting that in as our daily drop-in promotion is that we help you forget when you break your headphones and stuff in dog poop. Like, <laughs> that's what we do here on uh, the Teach Better team. I love it. Right. Um, yeah, it was so funny. I know that we're going to get into so many fun memories. But yeah, in that one clip that we're kind of sharing this week, when a, in addition to a lot of other clips that we're sharing to celebrate, obviously, the announcement of the Teach Better 2022 conference. Um, I'm just so excited. It was cool to like see you, like you're in that video because you were at 2019. So we have a lot of stories that we're going to be sharing for sure. Oh, yes. It was awesome. And I am like thrilled to think about getting back together in 2022. Yes. I know we have not announced like who our featured speakers are. We're not announcing our keynote yet. I mean, the conference, literally all we've told our Teach Better family is the date the location, and that early bird registration is open. But I have a feeling that we're going to be encouraging you to come back. And I have a feeling that you have a lot of memories you'll be able to share today. But before we get into all that fun, um, now that we've heard it, that you've had a rough morning, <laughs> would, you, would you be willing to share a little about yourself? I hope this is not the first time our network is connecting with you. But in case it is, what do you do? What's all the stuff? Right. Yeah. So I am an elementary principal. I'm in my office right now. You can see elementary principal stuff behind me. Um, this is my 19th year as a principal. I was I taught for five years in multi-age classrooms. So grades um, three through eight in those five years. And then just like circumstances led to me becoming a principal pretty early in my career. Nice. So I've been a principal of all levels. So I'm elementary right now, but I've been secondary also. Um, and then I just, you know, have, I really think it's important to be a connected educator. I've grown so much through the connections I've made, like with you, Ray, like if I wasn't on Twitter, like I would have never met you or like, yes, learned from 
and with the, the Teach Better team. So um, through being a connected educator, I, I started blogging in 2015, and that blog led to my first book, which led to my second, third, fourth, and now my fifth book that I'm writing, um, which is just another extension. Like my mission in life is to make a difference in the lives of others and and whatever I can do to support them. So if I can, um, you know, share what what many smart people have taught me and reflections, and then that helps others. That's uh, a beautiful thing. So, and and I'm blessed to to be a principal of Quincy Elementary in Zeeland, Michigan. Oh, so fun! Everyone in the comments is so excited you're here. I knew that this was like a big moment that you were coming on the show. But I have to tell you, I'm so happy. This made my whole week to hear that you're writing another book because your books are phenomenal. You are are constantly thinking about. Who your audience is going to be some of your some of your books are for teachers some are for students there there's so much here and i'm so thrilled to know that you're working on another project that makes me so happy oh thank you oh and it has i know it's been a year we have not really kept in contact too much so i'm so excited to catch up with you today on the show but i'm sure that our network is going to have a lot of questions for you as well while we are obviously reflecting on 2019, there's also a lot of other things that I know you're an expert in, that you have passion in, that you love to share on. And so we'll hopefully be able to dive into some of that as well. But there's been a lot of people not only sharing their photos from the conference, but sharing their memories from the conference. I know Adam is yeah. one. I shared those memories yesterday of a post that Adam had over on Facebook. It's just so fun to kind of remember. It was a year, it was two years ago, right? 2019. And right. November 9th, this would have been our second day together. Um, when we were back in the day, all at a conference, have you started going to conferences at all? Or are you still in that virtual space? I know everyone needs to be very, very safe, but have you gotten traveled at all, you know, yet or not, not quite? Yeah. I think once I, um, once I was vaccinated, I was really worried. I did travel once in the summer of 2020 and I came back and I had like this anxiety of like, oh, what if I brought back with me, like to my my people, my family, my school community. And so I decided to stay virtual for all of the 2020 school year. Um, and then I did start traveling after I got vaccinated last spring and over the course of the summer, just a little bit, um, not not a ton, still doing, I mean, I think we have experience the value of having that virtual space. Although like I saw you at NAESP this summer in Chicago and oh boy, like that was so life-giving and rejuvenating to be together again. And we have our, our state principals conference. It's the Michigan elementary and middle schools principals association. That conference is coming up in about a month. And I'm so hopeful that we can stay in person. Um, the plan is to be in person right now and, and stay safe and return to our school communities and, you know, ready to roll. Oh, I love it. You know, regardless of if you are presenting in person or virtually, Allison, I have no doubt that the work that you're doing, the networking you're doing, but also the sessions that you're speaking on are are phenomenal. You know, for, for our network, if they haven't read your books or, or known a lot about that that passion that you have, would you mind sharing a bit about some of the sessions or topics that you really feel kind of are, you know, they hit home like your soapbox topics. Yeah. 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 So um, 
the the my favorite thing to speak about is ways to help others discover the best in themselves. And that's that, you know, that trauma-informed lens, but also recognizing that trauma-informed practices are actually really good practices for everyone. To understand that everyone has a story, to give everyone grace, to utilize tools and strategies to support um, students, staff, families. Uh, I think, you know, we <laughs> there's been a spotlight on it right now, the need to really support each other in a, in a way that we never have. Um, especially through the pandemic. I mean, we're still going through it. Like it's not over yet and it's affecting, you know, all of us in so many ways. Plus the normal life stuff is still happening. Um, it was like life was not easy pre-pandemic. So <laughs> we've got additional challenges on top of challenges. And um, so my books are, my first book is called The Path to Serendipity. And um, so I just want to talk a little bit about that concept of serendipity, if that's okay. Please, please. This is what I want. We're going to get into memories in a minute, but I really, really, I love this concept. So please. So I, I did watch um, the 2000 movie starring John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale, which is called Serendipity. And it's a really cute rom-com. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty cheesy. Uh, but I loved that word, like the lyricalness of the word serendipity and the idea of happy accidents. And that they're out there these happy accidents are out there and then over the course of many years like i was teaching seventh and eighth grade and i was teaching a character education class and i knew if i called it character education they would be like eh, this is dumb so instead i called it serendipity because it was like 2001 when i was teaching the class um and there's so many like ties to the work that i'm doing right now that was generated it back in 2001 but as i worked with those seventh and eighth graders it was like this idea of actually everything we go through in our lives offers us beautiful lessons and gifts if we look for them. And, and I'm talking, when I say everything, I mean like our, our joys beyond our imagination to like sorrows, our deepest sorrows, and then all the everyday stuff in between, they do offer us lessons that can help us live a more effective, better, happier, even wiser life if we look for those lessons and in the moment sometimes when we're going through really tough stuff we can't see like oh i'm going to become a better person because of this because we're so stuck in those feelings but even knowing that eventually i'm going to look back at this and think oh that taught me empathy in this way or that taught me um to understand you know this this other concept like this beautiful like lesson that it gave me just knowing that that lesson is there just offers this flame of hope that can can help guide us through really tough times. So that's serendipity for me. It's more like a, a mindset of looking for beautiful lessons and happy accidents in everything we experience, even if we can't see it like right in that moment. Allison, I've always connected to this topic. And honestly, before I met you, when I was just stalking you on Twitter, <laughs> I have loved this concept. You know that one of my favorite words is quixotic. It represents somebody who's like overly hopeful, almost to a fault. And I feel like while these words are very different, they go together so beautifully. It's an intentionality to say, regardless of what's going on, I'm going to carry this mindset that's going to allow me to believe that good must come out of this, right? That there must yes. be something that I can learn or or gather from these experiences. And there there is happiness, there is opportunity ahead of me. And I love that this is something you've not only written one book, but a series of books on 
to, to encourage all of us um, to be better. And I, I love this myself. And this is why I love learning from you. Oh, the feeling is absolutely mutual. Oh. And, you know, um, Ray, I've, I've struggled with um, being overly optimistic. <laughs> like, yeah. and I'm like, okay, if my biggest fault is that people feel pressure to be positive around me, then I guess like, you know, in the scheme of things, that's not as that big of a fault. But I also think um, I've learned over the course of the, the years, um, like as I've gotten older, certainly I've gotten wiser and understand that it is really important to sit in the bad feelings yeah. also. Like this whole spectrum of feelings that we're given, like there's a value in all of them. And they mm -hmm. they all can, they they you know, even if they don't feel good in the moment, they do provide some value or perspective. So I've been really working on, um, I, actually, I think it was um, Seth Godin wrote a blog post yesterday about using optimism as a, I think it was, uh, anyways, optimism as a tool. Yeah. And like, if we live in pessimism or if we live in optimism, we're, we're living false lives. But if we can use optimism as a tool, like to be hopeful or to, you know, put, propel ourselves forward, um, that can be really helpful where, pessimism can hold us back, certainly. So just that that whole concept that's been talked about, about toxic positivity. Yeah. And just making sure, and I've worked, been working on this for years about just making sure that the, the hope that I carry, that the optimism that I carry is, is grounded in reality. And it's not this like fanciful dream. It actually is like doing the hard work side by side with teachers, with families, with students, and also knowing that great things can lie ahead of us if that's what we're going for. You know, I I think we could talk on this topic forever because I actually think that of all people, you're somebody that I could totally debate this with. Like you are somebody who is constantly just, I, I said it yesterday on the show, you just ooze good energy. Like I just feel like it comes out of your pores and anytime I'm with you or I'm on camera with you, it just, I feel good. I just feel like you're always kind of like oozing the energy that I need. And I think that there is such a difference. I love that you've highlighted this, that this concept of toxic positivity is something we need to be aware of and right or wrong. Cause I know you really, you said it so beautifully, right or wrong. I think there is a difference between carrying a belief, carrying hope and having, and being positive, right? I can be in a negative space, I can sit in the suck of, of whatever's going on and still have hope that it will get better or still yeah. have a belief that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think that there is such a beautiful connection that you've just shared there that we don't have to be positive all the time. Sometimes days are crummy. Sometimes you step in dog poop and it's just <laughs> a bummer, right? And like, it doesn't mean that you, you know, can't also believe that you're going to be able to get the dog poop off your shoe and you're going to be able to move forward in community with the people around you. But yes, the permission to know that you don't always have to be happy about it. No one's happy when they step in dog poop and that's okay. And like, I love this. I love this approach. Alice. So good. You yeah. know, we have a speaking of good things. We have a good news story and some holidays that we celebrate every single show. I know we're running a little behind at this point, but who cares? It's the daily drop and we get to make up our rules as we go. So we're going to transition into our good news segment and then we'll head into some really fun Teach Better 19 memories.
right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Daily Drop-In. If you're just popping in, we appreciate that you're here and throwing all your love in the comments. Uh, even if you're catching this after the fact on Teach Better Talk podcast, thank you for subscribing, you know, rating and review. That's how we're able to get in contact with everybody. And we're thrilled that you're here. You know, Allison, we have a ton that we typically do when we talk about good news stories, one of which is celebrate holidays. And I'm not sure about you, but I have a feeling you always love to celebrate a good holiday. Is that fair? Yes, 100%. Always. There are a lot of goofy holidays today. The one that I felt was really important to mention, I think could foster some good discussion, regardless of a grade level you teach, is that it's World Freedom Day, which I didn't even know was going to be on November 9th. But happy surprise to everybody else. It's World Freedom Day. So let's celebrate and savor the freedom as a fundamental human right. So there is a lot here. Remember that we use nationaltoday.com to document a lot of our holidays. And in here, there are always suggestions on not only the history of where this day came to be, but also some ways to celebrate. So I thought this could be a really great opportunity for us to discuss freedoms with our students and also offer up some discussion around how we celebrate the opportunity that we all have, uh, at least here in North America, uh, to enjoy that freedom. And how we're continuously encouraging freedom for all, which is such a wonderful and relevant idea to our students. So kind of a fun holiday today to celebrate, don't you think? So, yeah, so fun. And I have a freedom connection because we know that um, one of the most difficult needs for students to meet in the classroom is their need for freedom. So I love that idea of talking about the value of freedom, but I think even as educators, just looking like through the student lens at our school day and thinking about what opportunities do they have for freedom or choice and trying to up that as much as possible because it is a need that our students have that is not easily met all the time in classrooms. Mm, so good. See, that could be used as a bell ringer. It might be used as a conversation starter with a colleague in the workroom. I mean, these holidays are not only for us to enjoy, but really to foster discussion, just, you know, change or, or anything in between. I love this, Allison. And you're, you really put that in a, in a, in an opportunity here that we all have, which is just such a minor, minor, minor step, right? Choose mm -hmm. to think about just a few hours in your day today, even if it's just one hour, what's one opportunity that you can offer choice or, or voice in an opportunity to encourage that mindset of students being able to have some freedom, which is very cool. I love that. That's very tactical. We can all go do that today. Absolutely. So good. Some other things I want to mention, um, and this is just a quick news article, and then I want to get into our theme for the week, is our good news story today is I thought was just so funny to add some laughter, also some good discussion around what we can do in our neighborhoods. As many of you know, um, there's a lot of communities out there who have free libraries. They're little houses that are typically near the mailbox or over near the corner of the road that houses books, whether they be children's books or adult books. And communities are able to kind of share resources with each other and pick up those little small books. If you haven't seen those, definitely Google it. They're all over the place. Um, there is a, a neighborhood that is taking this same concept and doing it a little bit differently, which I thought would add some humor to your morning, that there is a 59-year-old Andrew Taylor noticed that while he always appreciates a good library for his family. The library wasn't as relevant. He wanted to share sticks for dogs in the community. So they not only have the library of books where people are sharing resources, but he has cut up 
a number of different sticks and allowed um, uh, animals, specifically dogs, to walk up and get a stick every single day as they are on their walk and encourages other neighbors to have different items for um, their neighborhood to exchange, which I thought was just so funny. Anytime you're able to be in community, we're able to share resources, whether it be a good laugh or a major essential uh, for us to get through our day. I just think it's such a fun opportunity for us to share and talk shop. It's so cool. That is awesome. I know that like hits to your heart, right? With the love for dogs. Love puppies. So oh. fun. Love the puppies. You know, Allison, we have a theme this week that I really want to get into with you. So we're going to transition here. I know we're going super quick, uh, but I'd love to get your, your thoughts here on this section. So we'll be right back. You know, Allison, we know that you have school starting soon, and so we want to make sure that we give you some time to go get ready for your incredible students that are entered into your elementary school today. But the main question I wanted to make sure I asked you today was all about your memories of 2019. Would you mind telling us a little bit about, I mean, there was a Teach Better conference. It was in Ohio. How did you get there? What was your experience? Do you have like a favorite memory of that time? Well, okay. So I drove there. I can't, it was after conferences. So we had conferences until like seven 30 and then maybe arrived at like midnight or something. Um, because I'm live in Michigan. So driving there wasn't too bad, maybe four or five hours. I can't remember. Um, but, and then it snowed that yeah. first day of the conference, like pretty significantly. And I loved that. Like our friends who were there from like, down south or from like the west coast were like it's snowing they were so excited it was amazing it was like magical that was the first I think the first day and but the thing about the teach better conference the things that I loved is it brought so many different types of educators together like everybody had a space whether you were a leader um I went with our uh, childhood director from our community, and she felt like she had a space. I know that obviously teachers of all levels felt like they learned and and had a space there. Support staff, like I just, I love that. I loved that about the Teach Better Conference. And the other thing that I absolutely loved were the networking opportunities and how it was like everybody come. Like it's not like this exclusive. Like I go to other conferences and they're like, oh, okay, I'm invited to that dinner, but you're not or you're invited to that dinner and I'm not. Um, but at the Teach Better Conference, it was like, we have these networking opportunities and everybody is welcome. So it was so cool also to be able to build relationships and meet people that I'd only met through social media or online or to see people that I, like I consider my friends, you know, because I had met them a few, a, in face-to-face -face a few times before. Like it was just, oh, it was incredible. And the learning, like the, the, the breakouts, the keynotes, like the structure, it was, um, I just felt completely like rejuvenated and, and ready to roll. Just walked away with ideas to implement right away. Well, and I know there's so many things you can highlight, but Allison, I so appreciate your highlight here today of the fact that we really tried to support all types of educators. So regardless of how you're, where you are right now in your space of education, regardless of the type of educator you are, who you teach, what you teach, where you're located in the world, the opportunity here to still all come together is so wonderful. And I'm so thrilled that the networking event is a highlight. That was such a highlight for me too. The ability to come together, 
have all feel welcome, which I'm so thrilled that that, that impression came through to everybody because it's so essential for our family. But then also to say, you know, holy cow, what crazy networking events that, that truly like the whole conference moved from one venue to the next to just be social and take time away from learning to collaborate and take pictures and, and do everything in between. I know one of the ways that a lot of people were telling me they enjoyed networking was even during the event, our, our bookstore is going to look very different at 2022, but you were very active at the 2019 bookstore because people were buying your books like crazy and getting your autograph. And I just thought that was so neat to be able to meet somebody that you had already probably been consuming their content for so much time, but then they were there right in front of you to like discuss it with. That was such a neat opportunity. You're, I, I agree. Like you just brought that memory up of that table that we had. By the, it was a little chilly, but um, so I'm glad it will look a little different. But it was awesome because all the authors were there. Like you could walk up and at any any time there is an author standing there behind their books. And that's that's not the case at many conferences. Like they have a bookstore, they might have signings at different times, but like anytime we had an opportunity, we were standing there and just talking with um, other educators and about our books. And that was awesome. Oh, I love that. And Allison, I will tell you, I promise the bookstore will not be by the door, so it will not be cold. <laughs> and I also, you know, book signings are great, but something I really love, a Teach Better conference, which is obviously we're trying to have happen again in 2022, but specifically in 2019, is that you were able to kind of watch somebody on stage and then have a beer with them later. And it doesn't sound so funny, but that opportunity to really see educators for the humans that they are, you know, whether it be for a book signing or, or anything in between is just something that I really value. And so the opportunity that people had to just kind of walk up to you in the middle of the event and say, Hey, Allison, I've read all 90,000 of your books. Will you sign one of them? I think it's just such a fun opportunity. I so appreciate that you value the opportunity to connect with people, which is so fun. And I've been to a lot of different conferences, and that absolutely is unique for the Teach Better Conference. Ugh. You know, Elsa, I know you need to go, so I'm going to let you go head out to celebrate your students headed into the building. But thank you so much for being here. Would you mind really quick just sharing how people can stay connected to you? What's your Twitter handle? Yeah, well, thank you, Ray, for having me anytime. Um, yeah, hopefully it's a, a not as much of a hot mess morning, but the next time. Um, but you can find me at Allison Apsey everywhere, like on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok. I think I'm Allison Apsey 19. I'm, I don't have much there on TikTok, but um, so AllisonApsey.com or you can email me at AllisonApsey at gmail.com. Mm, so good. Allison, thank you again. I hope that everyone in our community goes connects with you. We'll transition here in just a second. So Allison, hang on thank one you. sec. Okay. Thank you to everybody else. And we'll be right back here in just a minute.
All right, friends, good morning. We are back for Daily Drop-In. And it's funny, I'm sharing my screen here because I was able to catch a little clip of um, some a live that we took at Teach Better Conference 2019 that we'd love to share with you this morning. It is bright and early on Tuesday, November 9th, and we are going back in time to 2019 to not only celebrate remembering this event, but also taking the life lessons that while they were focuses for us back in 2019, hopefully we can focus on them now here. So if you haven't seen this video, it's really, really quick. I'm going to turn up the volume so you can hear it. And my hope would be that we can talk on this after. So please enjoy this quick clip from uh, one of my outstanding friends, Miss Tiffany Ott. So let's get this started. <laughs> All right, here's what's going on. Tiffany was just speaking. Um, we're talking about owning your past. So uh, there is a checklist that everybody is passing out. It's bright green. Nobody's putting their name on it. And we are going through some hard things that we have done as educators and kind of like admitting them. So I'm gonna steal one right here. Thanks. Oh, it's okay. Ashley's right here passing them out. Oh, yeah, there we go. Um, so this is the checklist that everyone's doing. And we're going to admit to the things that we've done. It's a secret. No one needs to know that we've done them. One of them says, lost a temper with the student, avoided a difficult conversation with the parent, given up on a student. These are not easy. So people are filling them out. It's a secret. Tiffany's up there. As you're reading these and putting check marks, you'll maybe a little bit crummy. Yeah. Yeah, I felt crummy writing this. Remember, don't put your name on it. Don't put your name on it. There's no way. These are not good things. I see a hand, but I think she's pointing. Anybody got it? Okay. Join me again, guys. All right. So I remember back in the day when MTV actually played music. Right? And TRL. Anybody else watch Total Refresh Live? Oh my God, that was my jam. Love it. And I remember there being a song that played on TRL all the time, and um, it was, whoa, right now. No, 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 no. Will you unpresent and then present again? Yep, here, I got you. Okay, so fun fact, I have a degree in so technology, <laughs> um, which is hilarious because every single time. Hey, we're live, you wanna hold that? You're the best. Something goes wrong. So my idea about Total Refresh Live is going to be really cool. There you go. Now, uh, 
She was just so, so helpful. So helpful. is hard. No one knows clockwise. Are they switching tables too? Okay, now I want you to take that piece, that paper. If you're in my rows, pass behind you. If you're at my table, find Switching, keep switching. Keep switching, just keep switching. Switch with him. Good, keep switching, keep switching. Yes, just keep switching. Keep switching, keep switching. Oh, we need two up here. Brad's got one. We got what's up here. Raise your hand if you need one. We have some incredible people up here, I think. Yeah, we got it. That was loud. Now we get serious. Now we get serious. Here at this conference, we are not just learning, we are not just hanging out, although we're doing plenty of that. We are not just confessing our own failures, confessing our own issues. We are here because we don't just want to teach better, we want to be a part of the Teach Better team. <coughs> Guys, every single person in this room, you're in our family now, and you're everybody else's family, and we are in this together. So we're going to stand up for each other. So here's what I'm gonna do. Open up that piece of paper. And you can see some anonymous teacher in here, you can see what they said about themselves. And when I put one of those statements up on the screen, I want you to stand up for the teacher whose paper you have. Got it? Okay, you ready? It's gonna be a lot of up and down. We'll do okay. I've lost my temper with the student, let me see. Oh. Yep. Hey guys. Me too. Notice how I'm standing. I'm going to be standing the whole time because I made this list and where do you think I got the idea? Yep. Okay, sit down. I love this one. Avoiding a difficult conversation with a parent. So I have a tendency to. All right, so let's talk about this video. I know it's kind of different getting, um, kind of showing you a video on Daily Drop-In. Hopefully the audio worked for those of you who are tuning in. I know this is kind of a different discussion here, but we want to dive into this a bit. So it is Tuesday, November 9th, 
And that uh, keynote, which was just a quick clip of that keynote, was actually shared by the one and only Tiffany Ott, who we love so much. And it was a part of our journey throughout the conference. And I wanted to highlight this because I think it's an important element of all of our journeys, whether you were able to join us at the conference back in 2019, or whether you're able to join us in 2022 or not, because the, what we were able to do there was really discuss where we came from. We felt strongly that this two-day event needed to be a journey. And whether we're talking about a physical conference when we're all together or just today on Tuesday, November 9th, we are all a part of a journey. So I want to tell you a little bit to add some context. Tiffany was one of the incredible keynotes at our event back in 2019. And she um, led us through an opportunity here of representing others in our field and really coming in community. She passed out that green checklist. You saw that all over. Everybody was going through and reading them. And here's what we asked people to do. We said, here's a checklist of terrible things that some of them you may have done in your career. All we wanted you to do is check a box. Which of these, maybe multiple, maybe one, have you ever done? Then we completely like folded them up and threw them all over the room. You saw people passing notes. It was so fun standing up. Obviously, it was pre-COVID. It was a very, very, very packed space. Thankfully, everybody was staying very healthy and safe. And then you had a random piece of paper in front of you with this checklist, and you were opening up the, the things that people were in the room admitting that they had done. And what we were asking for people to do was to have you stand up for the moments that we may not be proud of, stand up for the mistakes that we may have made, and you were representing somebody else in the room, the mistakes that they had made. This really allowed us to discuss then so much moving forward of where we were and where we're headed, which was such an incredible opportunity. Some of the things on the list, I actually just pulled it up to see what were the things that, that we thought through that people may have done. So as you're listening this morning, I'd love you to think through, okay, would I have checked that box or have I never done that in my career? It says, lost my temper with a student, avoided a difficult conversation with a parent, failed to follow up through uh, on a classroom expectation that was a rule, recycled a stack of student work that I just didn't want to grade, mispronounced a student name beyond the first week of school, given students points or extra credit for bringing in classroom supplies, explained content incorrectly to students because I didn't fully understand the content myself, let my opinion uh, of my students be negatively impacted by what another teacher told me, compared my uh, or complained to a colleague about another student, publicly shamed a student, complained about a colleague instead of working to build a relationship to find a solution, dismissed a new idea because it seemed to be too much work, felt bias against a student because of their race, gender, ethnicity, socioeconomic status, disability, or political views, bumped a student's grade up because it was easier than sitting through any sort of opportunity for intervention with an administrator, parent, or teacher, and given up on a student. Now, these are all very, very difficult things. Obviously, not things that we condone, but many of them are a part of our history. And so as we were going through discussing 2019, I not only wanted to highlight the great memories, the incredible people, we'll be doing that all week long, but also taking some intentional time to say, what are the opportunities here that we also can celebrate about the conference? One of which was some of the difficult conversations that we had at this event. 
We wanted to not only take you through a journey, you can only start a journey if you know where you're starting from. And so one of my favorite options or opportunities that we had here was Chad and Tiffany kicking off the event, kind of talking about where we all came in this room from, and then concluding at the very end of that keynote, which I know is not shared in this video, to say, okay, now that we know where we're coming from, now we can be better. Now we can work towards growth. Now we can really push forward in where we are going to be as we continue to develop as the incredible educators we are. So shout out to everyone who is there, but also the educators that took a moment here to say, yeah, I've made mistakes, but this entire event and our entire Teach Better community and family is dedicated to being better. You know, Brad Hughes on Daily Drop-In last Friday did such a great job. Uh, if you didn't listen to that, oh my gosh, go back to listen to Brad Hughes on Friday, Daily Drop-In Show, uh, went through his mindset of wanting to be 1% better every single day. Um, and so as we continue to reflect on where we currently are or where we've been, the option to be a little bit better today than you were yesterday and a little bit better tomorrow than you were today exists. And today could be the day for you to be able to do that. So I appreciate all the comments coming in. So good to be able to see you. Um, Megan Wells is commenting like, oh, this is kind of like the put the finger down finger ed uh, teacher edition. That's exactly what this was. We wanted to talk through, hey, we've all made mistakes. And above all, friends, we really need to humanize the work that we do, humanize the people in this field. I mean, I just got to bring on the Allison Epsi onto our incredible morning daily drop. And Allison Epsi is a national speaker, author of many, many different books, and, and a principal that is supporting students every single day. And yet, we've all made mistakes, we all have opportunities to learn, and we all have the opportunity to be a little bit better. And so I, I love that we were able to go through these types of activities in community, because I think it made our intentional two days together more than just two separate uh, days of a conference where you're able to hear from speakers, but two moments of really being surrounded by people that are carrying the mindset of growing and building a network, which is totally my jam. So we're at the tail end of our show this morning. Thank you to those of you who joined the Daily Drop-In um, on our incredible Tuesday, November 9th. It's going to be the most incredible Tuesday that you've had. And I'm going to tell you that I know it's going to be a good one because before we end, I'm going to remind you that you get to apply for a free ticket to our Teach Better 2022 conference. Remember, this week isn't about like a sales pitch. We hope you're able to come to the conference. Uh, we hope that we're able to have enough tickets that if you're interested in coming, that you can because we know that, you know, we sold out in 2019. We're probably going to sell out in 2022. But the point is that right now, early bird registration is open. And if you're able to join us, we'd love to have you. More than anything, this week is about celebrating the opportunity that we all have to learn from others, even if it's in a virtual space. And we hope that you take advantage to go to teachbetter.com slash daily drop in and apply to hopefully win. We're only giving away one, but to hopefully win um, a, a free ticket to our October event, which will be October 14th and 15th. Oh my gosh, in 2022. It's a year away. Well, less than a year away. So don't worry, you guys. We'll be fine. Please go ahead over there. Definitely only submit once. Uh, we're going to delete any duplicates. And then there will be a random drawing that we'll be announcing on Friday. So if you are somebody eager to win, make sure you tune into Friday's show after you go fill out the form over at teachbetter.com slash daily drop-in. I did tell you this yesterday. 
it is all the way at the bottom. So you got to scroll all the way down to get that ticket. And then hopefully you're able uh, to be a part of that. I really hope you win just, you know, like friend to friend. I hope you win the ticket. Um, and yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> if you don't want to apply to win the ticket, obviously early bird registration is open. It's a hundred dollars off. So please do early bird registration. We don't believe in paying, paying full price ever. So go take care of that. That'll be open um, through February. So it'll be a wonderful opportunity for us to all come together. For everyone else, I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. The best Tuesday possible ahead. Please let us know if there's anything we can do to better support you. And while we did have kind of a mishmash of shows uh, today, we hope that you go connect with Allison. We hope that you continue to be a part of the Teach Better family. We will be back tomorrow for Daily Drop-In with the one and only Becky Thal, who was behind the scenes like a professional the entire event, and I'm confident is going to have some fun stories to tell. So until next time, guys, we'll see you later.